to the Mind Heart Muscle Podcast, where we explore the body and mind connection, train our hearts and souls, and understand what it is to be human. We connect with authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs from all over the world to both challenge and develop the way we think and approach our life. If you want to become the best version of yourself, have better relationships, and optimize your health, you'll learn that and much more here. We know you'll enjoy the show, so here we go. I mean, you mentioned the other day that We've talked a lot about the mind lately, and not a lot about the muscle. Uh, so here's the experiment. Let's talk about the experiment I've been doing for a what, while with my my energy and and how that relates to my performance. Well, hold on one second. Yeah. Where? So we were once life below parallel, mm. and now we are mind, heart, muscle what prompted you to make that change? Because you did that change without talking to me. And we've had this I mean, conversation, I believe. Uh, well, I forget it. So, well, I mean, the prompt was, time. Right. And, so, and, and so one day I was playing around on uh, a design app and put the, the brain and the heart and then the dumbbell on, onto a, a, an image. And I was like, that looks cool. And then I just came up with the words. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's all it was. Okay, and then so I was like, was... the name sounds cool. So it's, it's, completely because it sounded cool which, <laughs> which is, is okay which, which is fine it's completely um, okay and that's how uh that's how i originally thought of life below parallel as well i was imagining what that those words would look like on a t-shirt what something triggered that beforehand though okay why these words on a t-shirt. So what, what was it that stood out about life below parallel? Because so much has changed between then and now. Well, we have spoken about that before, for sure. In the past, what that means. We used to ask the question all the time. What does a life below parallel mean? Mm -hmm. And it was it, exactly what, it, what we talk about a lot now is pursuing discomfort uh, willingly going where you know you need to go beyond the point of uh, beyond your comfort zone. And that's what it, that's what it meant to a lot of people who we asked. So we got some validation and that's what it, that's what it meant to me. It was when I came up with that idea and it was, I came up with that, put those words together years before we had started the conversation it was a thought in my head and then it was a, I drew it out on paper and made a t-shirt design. And the, the idea was 
the people who go below parallel and spend their lives chasing that discomfort or getting into difficult situations or um, they're reaching for their maximum potential is another way of putting it. They're going to, they're going to feel good. (laughs) (laughs) It comes to fulfillment. Actually, I did, I did make uh, several, several notes here. These are my notes. There's five words on the top and then in big, bold letters, take action on the bottom, prioritize and execute below that. Just that's how my note taking works. Ah. Um, Yeah. So, so what I wanted to talk about or what I was thinking we could talk about today is, um, is, is exactly that good. I good call fulfillment, being happy with, and how to be, how to get happy, how to be happy. Is that in line with the experiment that you've been doing? It possibly. Yeah. So what is this experiment? It's, I mean, well, I told you, um, well, we, we talked a few days or weeks ago about, uh, about energy I had, I said to you one day, you know, I noticed that after I consume carbohydrates in the morning, if that's the first thing that I have, then by midday, I crash. My energy is, is super low. And I've done plenty of reading, research, listening, and experimentation in the past. And I remembered that... I remembered about the conversation we had and some research I've done on dopamine and how in, increased levels of dopamine in the body uh, lead to a higher energy. And there's a sweet spot. There's a sweet spot of how much dopamine there should be in your body. If you have to consume too many carbohydrates, specifically sugars, specifically processed sugars, um, then you're going to have too much dopamine in your system and your body's going to crash. Simple, simple thing. Don't eat as much sugar. I did that for 75 days. I had no sugar for 75 days and I felt fucking awesome. And then I put it back into my diet and then I started crashing. And when you find the sweet spot of like, all right, just enough, just enough of this, this drip of that neural receptor, the dopamine, then you're in a, what's called a flow state and you have energy. It's rocket science. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it goes hand in hand with insulin response. It does. You know, it, and, and whether, whether, society wants to admit it or not sugar is a drug it's dude um oh i love this uh it's I was, killing us too it, i was yeah um but let's talk about the fact that it's a drug okay uh on a daily basis i get to work with a person that is in recovery and i'm currently on my second time through reading the book spark and in that book, it talks about dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, all of these things, right? And that 
contribute to how we feel and how we go about our day-to-day lives. And when, when people consume drugs, they get filled with dopamine. And over a period of time, it takes more and more of those drugs to feel the feeling that they are after. And that's why, and that's why we see addicts in the, in the grand scheme of thing, we're all addicts, but uh, people in recovery replace their chemical addictions with food or exercise or video games or anything else that can get close to filling them with enough dopamine to get to that same feeling. And when, when we get the high levels of dopamine from sugar specifically, and we get that insulin response, the crash is inevitable. It's a and, withdrawal. It's yeah. withdrawal symptoms. And we take it, we, we look at it as, oh, it's, it's the middle of my work day. And I guess I just need some more coffee. And then it picks you up an artificial uh, quick fix band-aid on a bullet hole that's slowly bleeding you out. And, so the- you know, you mentioned that breaking your fast with carbohydrates uh, knocks, like just made you feel clunky all day long. And I had recently told you and our friend Jason that, uh, some sometimes after my breakfast, which my breakfast is 100% whole foods, it mm-hmm. was it was potatoes, peppers and onions, eggs and bacon, and not every, but on some days after consuming that meal, I would crash. Took the potatoes out, mm-hmm. and and now it's just the peppers and onions, eggs and bacon. And now my midday, my midday after being up since 4 a.m., I'm still able to sustain close to the same energy that I had earlier in the day. And now I have already consumed all the coffee that I'm going to drink by this point, right? Okay, it's 9.23 a.m. And I am not going to have any more caffeine for the rest of my day, or at least I do not intend to. Okay. I'm, I won't eat till 11 or 12. And, and since I have taken the potatoes out, which are a form of a denser carbohydrate, which will give you the same effect that bread, sugar, pasta, Mm-hmm. you name it. It's there's a lot give, of reasons for that too. It's going to give you a similar effect. And I used to yeah. be overweight, man. Mm-hmm. I used to be overweight and I'm, I'm, I'm studying for the CrossFit level three. And I just spent the last three study hours watching videos about insulin response. And because, you know, when I was overweight, I was, I was starting to get blurry vision and, I believe 100% that I was pre-diabetic 
and and I believe that I gave myself some insulin sensitivity. So when when I consume sugar is when I get bloated. You know, you hear a lot of people talk about how sodium makes them feel bloated. It's 100% the opposite for me. It's when I consume too much sugar is when I start to feel so gross. Mm-hmm. And so the, the solution and, you know, to, to stay on, on this subject for a bit, there's a couple of things happening with you had said you took out the potatoes now you have energy with reasons for that right beyond dopamine there's other reasons too it's like you said it's a denser carbohydrate it's it's considered a complex carbohydrate awesome for recovery and restorative energy longevity as well really great to have right before you go to bed I was getting to that point. Do it. And, and it also, it also, and people don't think about this while food, it, think food as we know it right now has become for most people pleasure and for pleasure and enjoyment more than for fuel and energy. However, the only reason we can consume food is to give ourselves energy. The, the reason why uh, humans have such large brains is because we can consume more food very quickly and digest it quickly. The fact that we can cook food requires less energy and provides more. So our brains were able to grow over the last few million years. Now, when you start to take out these complex carbohydrates, your body is only utilizing certain things, the fats and the proteins, right? The fibers that are in the, um, the vegetables, those peppers. It, your body requires less energy because it's not, it's not needed to break down those carbohydrates, those more complex foods, um, the materials, energy sources that are intended to be broken down over a long period of time. That requires energy, just like running would require energy. So your body has to shut down other resources it takes away resources and and th- and pro- shuts down processes that your body was doing so that it can digest. So yeah, you're gonna get tired. You won't be able to focus as much. Your your it, your uh, vision gets blurry. Your sensitivity uh, gets weaker. Your reaction times slow down. You ever eat a big meal and then try to read or try to uh, drive it's fucking difficult you get <laughs> irritated you're yeah. angsty <laughs> if you're you gonna like eat there's a, a log in your stomach lay, lay down yeah so so here's the solution that you came up with and i started implementing you totally One, just reminded me of something from my childhood that i want to touch yeah. on keep going keep sure going. man yeah <laughs> so my my solution after discovering and and i ate the day that i told you like i dude i'm, I'm crashing i broke my fast with carbs today i had a perfect bar right a perfect bar is a clean energy source that we sell in my gym it's got fruits and vegetables and and it's loaded with sugar but they're it's fructose it's all natural stuff, right? That's it. I didn't you drink a soda. I didn't have cookies. 
or anything like that. It was a, it was a healthier snack to have in the morning because I felt hungry. And I decided, all right, let me either fast for several hours, um, which I'm doing right now. So I've been up for five hours already and I haven't eaten yet. I'm going to after this call. Um, or when I do eat in the morning, it's going to be um, the first thing I consume is a, is a high quality fat uh, followed by protein. Um, so it's, it's literally butter in my coffee or it's uh, something, some peanut butter, right? I have a sugar-free peanut butter has zero net carbs. These are, these are things that I'm consuming and I've noticed right away in the, the same day, the next day, I noticed the difference. I noticed that, you know, at 9am, I was able to do a, a podcast and think clearly at 1pm, I was able to go for a run at 2pm, I was able to get some more work done at 5pm, I was training at eight at 7 30 p.m i was training jujitsu after being up since four feeling good and that's not ideal you know sleep deprivation is another conversation but this is the possibility my body felt good my six-pack was showing even though i shoved fats down my my throat it's all good guys you can have <laughs> have it you can have the bacon it's it's the carbs it is it's fact you know, it's funny. You said, go lay down when I was, when I was a kid, uh, my great grandparents would, man, God, they taught me so much. Uh, they would, they would go sit down after every meal. They'd be like, we got to let it digest. And I was be like, let's go do things. <laughs> Cause I was a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and now that, now that I'm educated, uh, and by no means an expert, but I'm educated in this, in this department, I understand things a lot better. And, you know, and, and you know what, like, back then, that's what, that's what eating was like in their house, man, it was, it was potatoes, it was cookies, it was my, my great grandmother just loved to bake. So there was just always, mm. always something sugary available. And it's so funny that you know, I look back at it and they just always wanted to sit down after every meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it goes to, it goes to, well, when, when your grandparents were growing up, I imagine um, food was more scarce. Oh, what? 100%. And, they- and it goes back to our, you know, what we discussed with, um, with Rick Alexander on that episode when, about the, the two purposes for life, for what we do function it's survival and searching for meaning first is survival and once you're able to survive then you go out and you find meaning and and we like we've talked about so much there is no longer this dying need to search for survival so we're looking for it in other places and when you when our grandparents were growing up they had very little what was cheap what was easy to make it was the 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 stuff that's loaded with calories. It's it's the 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 stuff that you have to add sugar to. Um, the breads, the pastas, things like that, because you could stock your refrigerator and stock your your cabinet and prep for a disaster. 
with those things that'll last, you know, decades too. And it costs you very little because money was difficult to come by. Food was difficult to come by. Now we're victims, man, of, of, of all this shit. It's true. We're, we are victims of a bigger systemic issue that allows us to be so comfortable. And so we were faced with choices and decisions we have to make. If you're educated, if you understand like the deeper reason why you feel like shit all the time, or you're, you're growing up with uh, allergies and always getting sick and things of that sort, it comes down to the, the carbohydrates and, and breathing. And that's another conversation. Right on. So far, the experiment's working. I feel good. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for some discipline. This uh, experience that I have right now with having an injury has... Uh, uh, I've allowed myself to make some poor decisions to make myself feel better and eat eat off of the plan that I wanted to stick to and and uh, and just make excuses. And I knew it the whole time that I was, you know, I I could have been doing better. I should have been doing better. And uh, I'm I'm ready, you know, I'm ready to do another experiment and you know make myself feel better and and i'm gonna stick to uh i'm gonna stick to the same nutrition plan that i had uh when we went through 75 hard i'm just going to like you said save your carbohydrates before bed i'm going to put the more denser stuff at the end of my day and i want to see i want to see how it affects my sleep Mm. I want because that's the that's the most important time to to feel like you should sleep mm. it's, is that is that night that's you know that's uh that's that's a topic that I would love to have a conversation with somebody that knows a lot of stuff about let's find a sleep expert yeah and get sure. them on the show I, you know? I I I've heard heard of one read a sort of read a book uh, I'll, I'll reach out. Yeah. And, uh, and when we, we, we were together a couple weekends ago, you had been mentioning that you were struggling with sleep. Uh, has anything changed in that department since you've started this experiment? Um, no, okay. I, I struggling is a, is not the word. Okay. I, poor sleep for sure and dude my my wife gets up every every hour or two to to go to the bathroom she's she's growing a human she's under a yeah. lot of pressure she's she is she's growing human um actually yeah, I mean that's that's all. Like I, I frequently wake up when she wakes up, um, and I'm it's fine. I go right back to sleep. 
I have, I've not been struggling. I'll fall asleep quickly and easily. I feel rested or restful when I lay down. Um, there were times, and I remember when I was very young, times where I felt completely restless, like laying in bed and like flailing my legs because I, I, they just would not sit still and I couldn't figure it out. Um, now with the, the knowledge I have, I realize it was a, three things, my, the overconsumption of sugar and carbohydrates, uh, my mouth breathing and, and high levels of stress and anxiety, which is so prevalent in kids. It's, it's toxic. Um, and that's what caused my lack of sleep, my lack of focus and attention. And now I've got all of those under control. It's, it's, it's the simple shit that you don't think about. And, you know, how, how many clients do we have Ron, in the, in the gym or one-on-one -on -one clients that, that struggle with things like stress, anxiety, sleep deprivation, over uh, weight gain, uh, addiction, and they're going to see doctors, or they're going to get tests done, and they're looking for medications because they have they're trying to fix the problems. <laughs> the healthcare oh. system sucks, man, and oh. Yeah. All of them. Everyone. I've got a client now. Including yeah. Our, including us. Yeah. We, how do we, how did we get here? I got here because I was tired of being fucking fat. Right. We were looking for a, a well, we looked for a solution. There we go, Matt. What, what, what yeah. got you, what got you here? What, right now? Like what? Because you grew up, you grew up wanting to be a musician and you went to school for music. What got you to fitness, which now has lead, has led us to health? Because that's what we do. We, we do health overall, full circle health, because it, it's all matters. It, it, it's, it's the food, it's the, it's the rest, it's the exercise, it's the, the, it's the talking about your problems. It's the limiting the amount of negative stress in your life and increasing the amount of positive stress in your life. That's what we do. We do health. Mm -hmm. What got you here? Because you weren't overweight, were you? No. Okay. Um, it, it was emotional health was declining se severely. Um, my mental health was fucked. And there's a long list of reasons why that could be. Um, I recognized it as a teenager. Um, I recognized it when, I mean, my physical health was declining as well. I was by no means fit. I was athletic for forever. I was always an athletic. I could do shit. I was, could I sustain it? Could I um, feel good? I, I, at the age of 16 or so, 
I was working as a, working as a, as a lifeguard at a summer camp. I was able to swim a mile and I was, and I was chunky, right? Let's say I had no muscle tone. I had no muscle, right? I also, teenage, teenage I also smoked, smoked a pack a day of cigarettes and I was drinking cans and cans of Mountain Dew. That's how I swam a mile. <laughs> all, the, all the Mountain Dew I was drinking. You're jacked up on sugar and caffeine. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and, I, and I was irritable. I was angry at life, at the world. I had a, a shitty um, parental situation that I was dealing with, that I was around. The environment was toxic. Um, my mother's victim mentality was rubbing off on me and I grew into that and I adopted that for a long time, that Ooh. same mindset. <laughs> and, and then I realized after trying things like, uh, I went to doctor's appointments, I had stress tests, I had, um, I was getting sick a lot and, and well, one thing. I did, um, I did get bit once. I did get a, I did get a tick that gave me this disease called Lyme's disease. And that has significant um, functional ramifications on the body. Um, excess fatigue, slowing the brain function, muscle atrophy. And I felt it very quickly when I was 17 or 18. I, I was in the, I was in the hospital. Um, so my health was declining and I was looking for ways to fix it. Um, the, the health system as I knew it was failing. The problems that I had were not fixable without surgical intervention or tr uh, medical treatment, AKA pills. I didn't want that shit, man. I had, I already knew it was not good for you. And I, I sought out other ways. How can I get healthy? I Googled that shit. And it came up, exercise, eat better. I tried, um, I tried cutting out meat from my diet because I was reading all about that. And I, I was a vegetarian for like two years. That was fun. I got to experiment. Was it? it was. I actually fucking loved it, man. Cause that's it was the same time that I started doing CrossFit. And people told me I was nuts. And somehow I still was gaining muscle, feeling better. Yet I still had some bad habits. Um late nights, a lot of sleep deprivation, no natural um circadian rhythm. Um still drinking a lot of alcohol at the age of 20, 21, um, still smoking a lot of cigarettes at that time and still drink, eating a lot of sugar because as a vegetarian, the only rule was no meat, right? <laughs> still ate like shit. Um, so you were a carbitarian. But I, yeah, basically. And I, but I started to feel better. Um, and then I, I fucking loved, I, I had fun, man. It was fun working out. That part was fun. 
I made friends. All my friends were in the gym because my friends outside the gym all sucked. They had bad habits, the ones I didn't want anymore. So I changed the people around me. And years and years and years later, I'm still working on it. I still have some bad habits. And I no longer suffer from the ailments that I used to have. The stress, the anxiety, the depre- depression, that's a fucking thing that sucks. The, how many therapists have told me, uh, I, think you're de- I think you have depression. Here's some pills you can take. Are you were t- actually you were actually diagnosed? Yes. Yeah. I, I never took the pills, man. Never didn't want it. Because I saw what, what they did to my mother. Mm. So that's how that's how you got here. And yeah. you know the the whole and this is great because we get to talk about exercise and we do and exercise has tremendous, tremendous benefits way beyond physical appearance. Every We've heard it a thousand times. People come to your gym because they want to look better naked. What they don't know that they are about to get is a complete overhaul of their mentality if they stick around long enough. And if you are in the right atmosphere, and it doesn't have to be across the gym, it can be any gym, okay? If you're in the right atmosphere with the right people, and you brought it up, man, you got around people. You got around people that were making better decisions and you started to get a positive response with being around other people and when 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 we spend time with people our brains release serotonin which is another one of the feel-good chemicals in our brain and then you throw in the fact that exercise releases dopamine and norepinephrine which make us feel good and that's why that's why the simple fact of just starting your workout when you're in a bad mood can completely change everything around. And this is why I'm so, it's, uh, I'm so intrigued by this stuff, which is why as soon as I read the last page of spark, I immediately went back to page one and started reading again because I wanted this stuff to stick. And it's incredible what I've been learning and the combination of the physical fitness and the social aspect when you're in the right environment is, is what I believe Greg Glassman truly meant by the greatest adaptation happens between the ears. It's not just the mental strength that comes with it because of the challenging situations. It's the actual change in our mental biology. I think that's the, I think that's the right thing to say. Um, that is neurology, neurology, right. It's It's, it's a neurological change. Yeah. It's the actual change, scientific neuro neurological change in our brain. That is the greatest adaptation that comes with being in a positive environment, doing exercise with 
other people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and by with other people, I'm not saying that everybody should go join some kind of group training thing. But what you should do is if you want to start exercising is you should get a trainer that will teach you how to exercise, who is a positive influence on your life. Cause that's where you can start. A, a good coach, a good coach, man. Yeah. A good coach. Um, that I want to back up to, to a lot, a few things you said and dissect them a bit. One people join the gym. They, they think to look better naked when in truth they join the gym and, and, and people are going to say, no, it has nothing to do with this. I know how I feel. I feel good. When, when you join the gym, you look around at all the people in the gym and you, you start to, you start to manifest, uh, create your own stories about those people, mostly assumptions. Men, lots of it is, can be true as well. You look at the guy who's fit, who's working out, who's, you know, strong and doing, and he looks successful. He looks, he's, he's probably happy. So you want to, you you join the gym so you can feel the way that the people who look better naked feel, mm. right? Everything assume, that we do. Yeah. Everything that we do is for a feeling, man. Right. And that's, that's the survival mechanism Mm -hmm. because simply looking better is, is irrelevant, but feeling better. What, what happens when you feel better? Confidence come in, you feel strong, you feel like you're powerful and you can defend. You feel like you can take on the world. Your fight or flight response is becomes um, more in tune. So you can switch it on and and turn it off when you feel it's necessary. Imagine being in a cage match with a fucking lion you want to be the, the fat slob that sits on the couch and drinks Mountain Dews all day and smokes a pack of cigarettes a day? Or do you want to be the guy who goes to the gym, who, uh, who you know, learns the, the techniques of how to take down the lion? Which one is going to be better for you? The survival mechanism is, is going to kick in. And when we have too much flooded dopamine in our systems, the survival mechanism gets diminished. We, we're no longer able to uh, tap into this, this human um, necessity. So when you go to the gym, that's what truly is happening. Your body craves this shit. You need to shut down your perception of what the, the, the Bible and the, the, the Instagram and the, the, the ABC7 News tells you. And listen to your body, listen to what's inside. And I, when I say listen to your body, that means it doesn't mean like, you know, when you're sore, take a rest day. Well, that might be true. It means do the shit that your body needs to do and wants to do. Shut the fuck up. Listen to, your, listen to yourself for once. Find your inner teacher, as Michael Kaju would say. So that, that's one thing. The adaptation between the ears, man is a phenomenal um, experience when you experience it. And, and everybody can do this right now. Just, just to get out a pen and paper, write down the, the, your five closest friends or 
better the the people who with whom you spend the most time five of them five write it down and then just start thinking about those people what are the traits that they have what are their what's their day-to-day like what's their stress like what do they eat for lunch what do they do for fun and then write your name down and list the same things what do you do for fun? What do you eat for lunch? What do you like? What do you enjoy? What's your stress like? Are they the same? Do you like what you see? You change the people around you without changing the people around you because you, you can't change people. You can change people though. Who? Well, people can make the decision to change from your actions the way that yeah. you choose the way that you choose to live right you That's, could bring your energy in and it, it's I, contagious as well i cannot walk up to somebody who has who thinks that their life is okay and be like you're doing this wrong you need to do this to do it right you're gonna get punched in the mouth either either by an actual fist or by the fact that they're gonna be like fuck you i'm out and but what you can do is you can Gandhi it up. You can be the change. If mm. you know, if you know that you want a better life, it's up to you to do it. Dude, that and, is so powerful. And if you realize and, that. <laughs> and let me help you. Yes. And to really, really, truly get there in the greatest meaning of it all is to understand that the people that are in your life now might not be there when you have made your change. Mm. You have to, you have to accept that, that some people want to stay where they are because it gets them attention. They want to stay stuck. They want to stay depressed. They want to stay overweight. They want to stay where they are because it's they it's the identity that they have accepted. And if you're tired of the identity that you've accepted and you need help, get a hold of Matt and I and we will help you get out of this identity. How do you recognize when you're tired of the identity without first, without that, that knowing, question, without knowing? That question, so how, how can people recognize it? What's happening in their life? Oh, man, there's so many. What, what's happening in their life that they are, for, for them to re- recognize, okay, this is a problem. I can <sighs> use help and I can allow myself to use help because how that's. Can, how can we. How can we finish this conversation up and get this down to like one specific thing? Let's start with projections. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're constantly saying because of my boss, I have to work late. Because of my mom, I can't I'm stressed all the time. I'm stressed all the time because of my husband. It's if, if you literally say the words ever, 
it's your fault and point at somebody else and yourself in the mirror and it's constantly repeating itself, then there's a huge identifier. So yeah, huge identifier. Projection comes from something. And here's, oh, here's something you can do to test it if you don't believe it. Because, man, I've, I've spoken to some people who project all the time. And, <laughs> and they believe 100% that it's not my fault, right? So here's the change out. They, she, he, my boss. Use their fucking name and see if it still sounds appropriate. Janet at the office is the reason why I'm angry <laughs> or my mom Maureen is, is the reason for all my stress and see what changes mentally. Your, the imagery in your head will change and you'll start to look within. Is it really true? If you use their name, then it becomes more realistic and you're actually blaming somebody. When you say they, he, she, that shit's imaginary. Those words are, they're, they're not real, but a name puts it with a person. You start to take ownership. And then change the name to I. Oh. I make me angry. I'm the reason I have to stay at work late. I'm the reason I'm overweight. <laughs> Get on a call with us, guys. DM us. Um, hey, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can schedule a call at your leisure. Peace out. If you loved this podcast, then share it. Tell all your friends, hit the copy button, copy the link, choose five friends in your contact list on your phone and send it out. Let them know what they can expect from it too, because we are on a mission here to change the world and we want to help as many people as possible. So if you know anyone who can benefit from hearing what we have to say or what our guests have to say, then send it over. It's not going to do them any good if they don't hear it. Another way you can support us and support the podcast is really simply go on to Apple or go on to Spotify and rate the thing. Give us a five-star review. Write us a little note. Let us know how we're doing. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. Whatever it takes, let us know so we know that we're on the right track. And we know that we're providing content that is actually relevant to what you are needing and what you are looking for. And if it's not, hey, maybe we can help. So do your job. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it.